This is the Three Skeevers Podcast. All right, episode 36 of the Three Skeevers Podcast with Grim from Grim's Forge Gaming and myself, Icy, with Icy Fire Gaming. How are you doing, Grim? Good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. And our special guest today is Fragman Saul. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for the invite. Of course. So this week I've been doing more companion stuff and I've finally... <clears throat> finally got my companion to 20 and she sends you a nice little letter which i'm not gonna read because i didn't save it or anything but i thought it was pretty nice that she has that sort of that interaction with you where once you have that journey with her however long it takes whether you grind it all in one shot or you take some time like a couple weeks to get it done and then she kind of recounts some of the tales in a very vague way but it was a nice little touch i think they did for the game to put in something like that that you wouldn't really normally expect yeah i still need to do my quest <laughs> have you done any anything frag with the companions yet? uh i i, I done a few yeah i i, I jumped in when the uh when it got released, I did some, um, I jumped into the companion see what's going on with that. But to be honest, when I got the companions and did it on the first character and then decided to move across, I kind of, as, as a PVP player, I, the, the need for a companion was a little bit less, I guess, but I obviously wanted to find out what it's about, but it's nice that they've got it. I think for solo players, it's great. Um, the, uh, you can change the, uh, the level of, um, voice lines that they offer during combat. I don't know if you noticed that you can, it's an option in the settings that you can reduce it and not increase it. But yeah. It, it I just like to talk, right? Yeah. So I think normally it's set the, you know, the default normal, but I've heard a lot of people complaining that I guess they're talking too much, but I feel like they don't talk like en enough or anything like that. I didn't increase the frequency, but I just thought it was kind of weird that people were complaining like, Oh, you know, they're talking too much. How do I you know lower the frequency, but it's set to normal. So. I'll have to just increase it to see if it gets even more annoying or something like that. But uh, to me, it doesn't bother me too much because it's not like they're saying much anyway. How do you find how do you find having a companion in um, in PVE? Just like generally, just having that extra person around and an extra thing to level. I, I kind of do it so I don't usually grind anything usually unless it's like for maybe a a gear piece or a weapon piece or something like that but at the most i'll just do it for an hour so for me with the companions i was just going about my normal business you know doing regular questing or doing something in the game so you know it took me probably two two and a half weeks to get my companion maxed out so it was just regular it was truly just playing the game like normal i'll get there when i get there i'm not really in a, in a rush or anything like that but for me it's been a lot of fun because if I'm on the phone, say talking to somebody, whatever, then I'll just have my companion fight for me while I'm just AFK doing something. And it's nice to see them solo content and stuff because there's some players that I know that my companion is better at doing PVE content than. Yeah. Which... <laughs> that's, oh, that's bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not on your friends list then. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, uh, I won't name names. But you know who you are. <laughs> oh, rip those guys. I, I kind of feel they, the the game is very um, a first end game players and you know CP nine hundred eight hundred seven hundred plus I guess um, like the solo game is probably fairly easy if you've got a decent loadout so having a companion is it's it's kind of like a, a nice 
add on like you say if you're going off afk you've got some guy just continue the fight where you're you know making a cheese sandwich or whatever and then you can come <laughs> back and the fight's still going and you're all alive and everything's okay um it's funny that you and, say that because for like the easier type of content they can they can honestly do that i'm not yeah. saying they could they kill a world boss or anything but regular trash mobs if you just want to afk in an area they'll protect you which is kind of cool hmm. yeah i think it's uh it's a nice addition I, I you know this game has so much so many things to level up and i think it's all about catering for different players you know not everything's gonna fit everybody right you know, some people don't like PvP, some people like doing world bosses and story modes, some people just like to do trials, and I think that's, it's just another area that this game thrives in. It's like creating another bit of content that will fit a group of people, and the PvE solo players, it's kind of perfect for them, I guess, um, which is nice, right? Yeah, because I know for me, since I like to do PvP and PvE, if PvP is lacking or having whatever performance issues, you know, whatever it may be, I always have the PvE content to fall back. And so, you know, the love for the game will always be there. And I wouldn't really have a, a reason to boycott the game or anything when I can still enjoy it in the, in the multitude of ways that, that the game offers. It's nice to have a bit of variation as well, right? And there's only so much PvP you can you can do after the point you like. Uh, maybe just do, do a little bit of chill, bit of PvE, PvE, get get a different gear set for another loadout. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Definitely a breath of fresh air. Yeah. So is is that what are you doing? Anything else with the companions? Are you or or uh, with the new content? Is it? Or have you done trials or you just like i mean i guess mid-year mayhem right it's everyone's kind of like throwing themselves into that at the moment yeah no, i've just mostly just been doing solo content for the companion stuff yeah but um we haven't even done a whole lot of uh mid-year mayhem together this year i think because of that right you've been really kind of throwing yourself at the pve stuff that's going on yeah, just kind of chilling and hanging out, really. Yeah, but we did do Nightblade night the other night, which was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Saul missed it. Fragman Saul missed it. But uh, do you have a DC Nightblade? That's what we were on. I was I was cheering on my Nightblade over on the uh, EU servers. <laughs> I've only had one character on NA, and since I've been obviously chatting to you guys and socializing the last couple of weeks, um. My only character I have is a, a necromancer, which is my first ever character on Elder Scrolls. Um, and you can imagine what your first character is like on a different server that you, I mean, bear in mind that I've been heavily involved in Elder Scrolls for the last two years, um, but go back three years and have a year break. If you, you can imagine that character that you've left at, I think it was like CP 195 or something like that. No, no five set pieces. Um, no mythic items, no monster sets. Um, the bank was a mess. I had 800, uh, 800k alliance points because I just did PvP, but God knows how I managed to get through PvP playing like that. It was just, it was, you know, it was a game back to a massive noob account. It was actually quite an interesting um, revelation about how people play when they're learning the game to kind of obviously when you start to really learn it and understand how everything works, how the sets works, and how, you know, you got to grind certain um skill lines and stuff to make the optimal pvp build it was it was quite a step back and you know obviously grinding one particular character up to cp 
well, I'd just say sub 200 to not even try Nightblade or Templar or, you know, all the other classes. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a bit weird, but that's all I have to go on, on the NA service is a level or 195 Nightblade and, um, sorry, not Nightblade, Necromancer. So I literally jumped on that character. I thought, do I start a new character up, get a Nightblade going up, which I wanted to do, but, but I just, you know, having a, having a main, um, uh, EU account you know with a guild that i run and stuff like that i just thought oh time is a bit short so i just thought i'd just try and pull my uh necromancer up to a decent level which is he's almost there actually but you know i missed out on that nightblade and i got that nightblade night i'm thinking oh i just i really like to get involved in in the nightblade because nightblade is such a great class to play uh in pvp especially cyrodiil and imperial city it's just like a real dirty kind of like cheeky um group to uh group build to play in you know you just gank on people yeah uh, we were running with uh dr gankenstein and um uh captain and i was telling those guys i was like you know i kind of like running on a night blade right now because we can pick and choose the fights there's huge zergs around it's a lot less stressful to play on a night blade you just see your target take your shot if you get it great and if not just disengage reset the fight or find a new target altogether and um also night blades are hitting so hard from stealth right now like damage is just at an all-time high in the game so it's not really hard to finish people from stealth right now uh even the high health people you can just chop through them and um but it was a, a little bit more relaxing play style uh that i'm used to during mid-gear mayhem that's for sure um so you and I've been running around PvPing a couple times. I came over, I have an account on the EU server. I know exactly what you're talking about when you're talking about, you know, a lot of people don't remember what it was like to have that low level character that your gears in shambles, you don't have crafting, you're running with whatever you can find. And, uh, you know, I'm living that over on the EU server for the most part right now as I level up over there. But, um, it's fun running around with you. I noticed that you really like the vampires. We we have kind of an itinerary in front of us, but that's one of the things since we're there. You really kind of specialize in vampires. Um, are there any tips or tricks you can tell uh, anybody or tell everybody for PvPing with a vampire right now? Things you found out? PvPing with a vampire. Uh, it's, if you want a bit of a challenge... Uh then go for it if you want something easy i'd say don't i think a vampire is one of those builds that that there's a lot of positives but there's also a lot of um negatives and i think especially with the meta at the moment with um dragon knight you do a huge huge amount of fire damage like you know if you're running running vampire and depending obviously what stage you're at um you, those 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 DKs will come along and just kind of burn you down very quickly. But um, what I enjoy about the vampires is the, the, the they kind of add an extra like versatile string to your bow where you can create something a little bit off meta. Uh, we call it a muter, um, muter build, which is the most unorthodox tactics available uh, as opposed to the you know, most effective. And um, it's, it, catches people off guard sometimes you know when they're like oh this guy's a vampire it's be quite easy and all of a sudden you kind of turn it around you pop in an ult go into swarming scion and then you 
you know, you pop out of it and then about 30 seconds later, you're back into your ultimate again, you know, with the full health. Um, so there's with vampire, you've got to learn the, the very, you know, the, the skills, I suppose, and how you can implement those into the other class that you're going to play. Um, and, you know, um, inherently, uh, vampire has been a magicka build because of the skills of magicka, but this new, um, the new, uh, DLC, and the way they've changed proc sets, um, I've found that stamina vampires are becoming very strong and a lot of fun to play as well. Uh, not just in PvE, but also in PvP as well. Yeah. Um, I, I know normally when I run into a vampire and they go to vampire form, you know, this I treat it the same way as a necro going into raging clown form. Just get away. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just get away much. from them. Yeah, let them... Let them have their twenty seconds of hell's fury, and then uh, and then kill them. But something I don't like about the vampire ult is it immobilizes you when you're transforming into and out of. Have you noticed that? Like it just roots oh, you, or it's horrible. Like especially when you think about the way that ult's being used, it's either being used to go offensive. And you can't afford to hit this and get rooted in place and wait for the transmission to get done. And then if they're running from you they're and you're not running a gap closer, they've now, you know, unless you're running superior speed, you're not going to catch the person that you were going into vampire form to kill, you know. And then uh, in that moment where if you're fighting outnumbered in vampire form and you're fighting three or four different people and then you immobilize yourself or root yourself when you're de whatever despawning i guess or whatever uh you know and now they just swarm around you you know and just beat on you and so i i wish that they would change that but it's fun i'm making a uh true vampire vampire lord right now and we'll see if i can make that work how but... true are you going are you going full vampire skills like five five skills all the vampire skills or are you gonna like just go full stage four vampire with it i'm gonna go stage skills. four vampire right now i'm on a it's gonna be a mag dk and it's a stage four vampire and the primary spammable is gonna be the what is it lacerate or whatever eviscerate yeah eviscerate there you go and i will use like the instead of using the mag dk like fossilize which is the best cc in the game or talons i'll use the um fear or whatever you know we're gonna make our at least offensive bar all vampire abilities and then i'll try and figure out a way to generate have ult gen in it so that way i can get to the vampire form and in and out of it effectively so that's the thought right now we'll see how that pans out <laughs> old, old gen on vampires has always been very strong you got the you know the exhilarating drain which is three alt per second when you're using that um and then you've got obviously the recent mythic item which is the um shapeshift of shape shifters um chain, chain which is yeah, that's the one. Which has only just come out on um, PC because they <laughs> fixed the patch finally. Um, right. But that reduces the ultimate cost by 15%, which, you know, you tie that in with Stage 4 Vampire and maybe Vampire Lords and 
you know a potentate set and all of a sudden you you're having a the lowest you've got is like sub 130 ultimate um for basically pulling a what is a 300 cost ultimate you know it's and you, to get 130 ultimate charges doesn't take very long at all yeah it's a full health as well it's huge you know it's huge yeah see i was thinking too if i'm not gonna go into the vampire overlord it would be fun to run or sprint around and just be stealthed you know the vampire stealth and have uh enough ultimate for a take flight from stealth and uh, you know you should get that strike from the shadows passive um for extra weapon or spell damage from as a vampire so that will be kind of cool and then i thought well what if i hit prox debt and start sprinting towards a target and then take flight to them and explode just as i land on them maybe hit a talons and deep breath or inhale and just try and cause a bunch of chaos and groups and i thought that might be kind of fun so that's what we're <laughs> that's what we're aiming on we're going to be this stealth bomber sounds like you're going for a one hit a one hit wonder there with that <laughs> which yeah. is nice i like the idea of that yeah it should be fun we'll find um, out frag so when you make your vampire builds what stage do you typically typically hang out at the most oh pv pve it's always pv it's always stage four uh if it's not stage four it's a waste of time in my opinion you gotta go full on um since they've changed proc sets in the way that the um the vampire is in like the, in in blackwood i've i've also taken stage four to pvp as well um but generally before that i would have hit maybe stage two or one i know i know they say uh well people tend to like undeath as a um uh as a vampire stage but before i mean it was fairly recent they changed the health recovery um penalty in pvp it didn't they didn't used to have a health recovery penalty in pvp um right. which made health recovery the biggest heal in pvp um outside of heals because obviously with battle spirit everything get hit by half so if you stacked health recovery you could you know effectively keep yourself alive through that um but now they've nerfed that it means that stage four vampire becomes a little bit more viable because obviously before you have no health recovery but you can use um the vigor uh, uh skill out of the assault uh skill tree um which is a massive amount of healing um and depending on what class you have you have obviously the class heals and again exhilarating drain is one of those skills that it can be interruptible i get that in pvp but if you're playing a bit of range um not only do you get ultimate charge or you know any well vampiric jane i don't know who i've never seen anybody use uh drain vigor the stamina morph of that um it just seems a very small amount of stamina you get for the duration i think the ultimate drain is uh the uh, exhilarating drain is so much stronger um but it's, it's like the uh, dragon knight um ability where you get uh, is it 30 percent health per second as a channeling ability you get 23 percent health missing health every second which is a huge heal um so if you're starting stage four you've got yourself a massive heal um an ultimate game um on on your toolkit um which you kind of need as a stage four vampire um but yeah stage four for me all the way I, i'd like to throw myself if we're going to do vampires let's do it properly and i, I think i did 
one of my first vampire builds i did like stage two as a tank one and i used zans as a as a dps element of it so I, it was it was short uh, uh well one-handed and shield build um using the uh and which i i love this ability it's the um it's the the shield wall the spell wall it's a really cheap ultimate it's only 135 135 ultimate and it reflects projectiles but auto blocks it's like an basically it's an auto block for six seconds which i think is massive um yeah. and i was using that an exhilaration drain basically get my health up and then as soon as zarn's proc i put pressure on and it's a real cheesy build and that's obviously when um the, well we had this gap of what i quite like as a meta when they took out proc sets in pvp because it mean meant that you've got to kind of think about your builds a little bit more and use your skill lines and then yeah, they brought proc sets back in, which uh, again I like proc sets um, because it gives you more flexibility, especially for a hybrid builds. I, you know, I kind of feel as a vampire uh, only um, builder or, or sort of like content creator, um, having proc sets, proc sets to your um, like your repertoire makes it a lot more fun to kind of create some really kind of um enjoyable um sort of like builds with vampire and the current one i'm working on is the uh the necro bash build which um you probably wouldn't need to go for stage four vampire but of course i've done it because like you grim you come out of, you come out of stealth um and again it's the same thing with with the ultimate you come out of stealth you stun yourself by obviously pulling your ultimate form because necro the the pummeling goliath has the same thing as swarming sign when you go into that ultimate you have that basically you stun yourself for a couple of seconds mm -hmm. but the uh the bash i've got it up to 30k a bash and bear in mind bash is my global cooldown yeah 30k damage a bash and that, that's in pve mine so okay cut that in half but that's 15k a bash um <laughs> mechanical security uh and uh the um the, the veiled um the veiled set which is the extra bash damage plus bash damage enchantments to your jewelry and you're hitting thirty thousand damage a hit it's just <laughs> nuts it's just it's literally and it's an aoe as well and that's the crazy thing about it like and and i'm really gutted because i've got the build and i tried to make this build on my necro build so i could join you guys uh, in pvp um but because I'm only CP 200, I've not got any mythic items, I've not got any sets, and it's just my the whole thing's a mess. I've been basically I've been farming sky shards for the last three days on my NA account just to try and get the space so I can make this build because you've got to build into so many different skill trees to make this thing work properly. Um, yeah. But I thought it'd be a great thing just to join your Nightblades. Like everybody goes in. Obviously, you know, you got the, um, you know, you pull the Nightblade Ultimate, the Soul Siphon. Uh, and then all of a sudden a, nicro, a necro <laughs> pops from stealth and just kind of like just bashes everyone with a shield and they're dead it's, yeah, that was my dream but it, you know and i've only got three days left of uh mid-year mayhem haven't we so it kind of feels bad that i haven't been able to do it well you can get it on for battlegrounds or get it ready for the next you know mid-year mayhem i mean <laughs> recently we've had two a year right i see yeah, like yeah. every every six months. So yeah. the way the way the way I always see it is, the when mid year mayhem is not active, you know the next you know five six months is just preparation, get your builds and stuff ready for that 
uh, event when it comes up the next time. Yeah. Um, I got another question for Frag. So for the vampire ability costs and stuff, do you think that those ability costs are? Do you think they're a little bit too much, or because I don't play? I can't say I don't play vampires. I have two Nightblades that are vampires, but I play mostly like an assassin, so I don't really feel the costs hindering my gameplay. But do you think when you're playing those other different styles, you, do, you, do you feel it? You know, do you have like sustained issues when you're a stage four vampire? Yeah, especially with um, skills that aren't vampire based. So obviously going, if you gave full on stage four vampire with I mean, throwing vampire lords set, then obviously your vampire abilities are really cheap. Um, so uh, the the great thing in PVE is to go for the um, the blood for blood on the on the vamp on the um, you know instead of the viscerate. So it doesn't use your magicka when you're attacking. It uses your um, use your health pool. So it means that your spammable doesn't go into your um, your magicka. Uh, pool, which is which is great for PVE, but for PVP, obviously the last thing you want to be doing is killing yourself while you're trying to kill somebody else. Because, <laughs> yeah, as everybody right. knows in PVP, it's all about it's a health thing. If you have below fifty percent health, you become a target. No matter you know who's around you, people will just flock to you. You know, so uh, in in PVE content, you know you want to run a low health build, uh, well high health pool, but you want to run at low health because all the abilities um you know do more damage uh you got the uh the blood frenzy that does more damage but hurts you so you can run that low health but then you pop yourself back up again um using you know you just switch it off but you can't use those abilities in in pvp because literally someone will just come along and just execute you so um for sustain i tend to use uh the serpent mundus um for for my stamina builds just because I find that yes, they become very expensive. Um, but there are certain classes like the um certain classes that have these uh the stamina recovery and magical recovery naturally embedded into them that don't have to basically activate an ability that costs an absolute ton load of magic or anyway or stamina um are quite good to kind of run alongside that. What's a good like average number would you say is sufficient, like two thousand stamina recovery? Mm, yeah yeah i definitely hit 2000 yeah uh and over that you 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 know you've got a lot of freedom to play with um but yeah i i, I think 2000 is probably the 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 minimum really you want to run to feel comfortable because the last thing you want to do in, in pvp is run out of resources because when you run out it's it's kind of game over um you can't do anything Right, because I was talking to one of our buddies, Imp, that's in our Discord, and he also runs with the Jolly Rogers Guild. That they're mostly run on AD, and we had a like small discussion where he's saying, or he was he was kind of making the suggestion that, um, is it undeath? Is that the thirty percent damage mitigation yeah. for the vampire for uh, stage three? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he was saying or implying that you know maybe this is going to become the meta where people are just running stage 3 vampire just to get that 30% damage mitigation and i mostly play supports in pvp and after talking to him about it i was like you know maybe i'll convert all my healers to vampire stage 3 just so i can be more tanky and get that 30% but you know i i haven't done it yet but just the having that 
um, I guess it'd be like 9% increase on all my ability cost. You know, that kind of makes me not want to do it, but I don't know how how bad it's going to be without actually trying it, you know, in exchange for all that damage mitigation that I'll get. Yeah. Well, I guess there'll be more heavy attacks thrown into your rotation, right? Uh, yeah, more heavy attacks, yeah. Yeah. Um it's it's um it's it's a funny it's a funny thing this because obviously the more people use vampire to get the undeath perk the more you'll have people running fire builds because obviously the more um the more vampire stage you have the more susceptible you are to fire damage so therefore you can do um you know if you, if you run a if you run a dk with say all your fire damage and then you throw in um the uh the fighters guild as well you're gonna take a you're gonna just basically just murder vampires left right and center <laughs> because they have that perk right the undeath perk was it oh the, um, which one is it banish the is it uh, banish the wicked yeah one of the one of these is uh extra damage against undead right a skill tracker is it 20 percent damage to undead daedra and werewolves so you throw that on top of the fact that they are um you know they're using their fighters fight skill stuff and then you know dk with extra fire damage and literally you just get melted it used to be a pile of ash and this is the thing dragon knights uh magic of dragon knights are my biggest bane at the moment in battlegrounds and i can yeah i just i just can't do it uh it's, <laughs> it's some classes you just gotta walk away from right yeah so i guess to to the comment right there where you said well if there's more vampires then you're, you're gonna see you know way more fire builds and stuff but I feel like people aren't that smart or they don't care too much. I know I just offended like everybody, but <laughs> when, when, you know, the whole werewolf controversy were running rampant, I didn't see a whole bunch of people running poison builds to just, you know, take care of that. You know, the only person I know running poison build was, you know, our, our buddy Emma, right? He's running, I think, Swamp Raiders and Morag Tong or something. And then maybe occasionally Papa, we throw on corrosive to just melt them like butter. But otherwise everyone was just mostly complaining the whole time. You know, I would have expected a lot of poison builds or stam DKs to come up and clean up on all those werewolves, you know? Yeah, it would make sense. And I think this game, this is the thing about this game, though. People find a build and the class that they enjoy. Mm -hmm. They will stay with that. It's only the uh, the guys that flex their builds quite a lot and like to play around with it that will find um, uh, a change uh, and and this is like this is going like full on mega meta, right? So you play a battlegrounds, and then you find, um, let's say, some guy's running werewolf. So you switch into your poison gear when you die, and then you just go right. I'm just gonna walk over this guy now, um, and then you know the guy switches and or whoever else switches and goes. They've got a few more vampires in the build. So then you go to a fighters guild build, and you switch your game. You switch your loadout mid game, um, like you would do. I mean, I'm. I'm I'm a very much a seasoned Overwatch player where you switch your characters as you play to counter the enemy, right? Where most people play Elder Scrolls, PvP, Battlegrounds, they pick one class, they stay at that class, and they just run it. And if they keep dying, they will keep dying because it's not a competitive, there's no ladder, and then they'll just quit the game, or not quit the game, but the game will finish, and then they'll just load up the next one, and they'll just do it all over again, and then hope to God they won't hit a werewolf or a vampire or you know a dk if you're a vampire so to speak so um yeah i i guess i guess people not necessarily aren't so smart but to invest in a build to counter another player just for the off chance that they might be picking a werewolf or might be picking a vampire maybe a um you know a little too too much i guess yeah too upper tier meta yeah uh higher mmr 
so and I just 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 before you move on, just with the MMR system, I've never understood the MMR system. MMR system in this game. <laughs> you're not the only one. <laughs> yeah, you're not the only one. Like, why is there not a page somewhere that just explains the MMR for battlegrounds? Like, so we have this thing. We have battlegrounds. Where's the page that tells you how the matchmaker rating system works for battlegrounds? Dude, I would even accept a page explaining why they're not gonna put out a page or you know exp <laughs> you know uh tell us what the mmr is like yeah we're not going to do that because we don't want to info um uh encourage a competitive pvp environment right thanks done. that's what pvp is though it's a competitive environment how can it not be competitive i want a ladder i want to see how good i am on that yeah. on that scale you know? yeah I, I don't know. The MMR has been um, quite a thing for a long time. Earlier when you were talking about uh, people having fun and just playing their different builds and stuff, I like to do that. I play thematic builds and different play styles and different gear sets and put it to music. You know, I make characters. It's fun for me. Inevitably, I always get one person that comments low MMR. <laughs> you know? And it's like, it's like they don't what are they even doing there you know like mm. I, what are they even doing on my page or my channel you know like go somewhere else because uh i just don't get it you know like look at me i'm trying to be real you know high mmr with my tony stark or my captain america like no i'm just having fun and making builds and play styles that are fun for people but um i can tell you this i've played since beta i've been at high mmr before they did a mmr reset i don't re remember when exactly it was but i remember in high mmr there's just a really really small window of counterplay and if they ult dump you well damage is much higher now so that counterplay window is almost non-existent if two people ult dump you now you're dead and there's really not much you can do about it and even with cap resistances and that's just where the game's at because of the power creep and the new you know just the the new sets that are in the game so but before at high mmr it was way different you know like there was counterplay still and it was just ball groups you know all four people running around sticking right on each other and these four-man groups colliding and ult dumping and and that's what high mmr is and so um you know if they're looking for that type of play style I, i'm sure there's other content creators that are doing bgs with high mmr builds and play styles so but um so you've been you've played for a long time you've uh streamed as well and from our talk i um i guess you had streamed on twitch could you kind of give us a background how long you played and where you streamed at and the history of your channel yeah okay so um i started youtube in 20 15 at the end of it uh and i i mean fragman was created around doing first person shooters so i decided to take a pick a genre um 
so I went for the uh, first person shooter stuff and I didn't really want to touch onto MMAs, uh, even though I had been a massive MMA player, I just wanted to stick with uh, first person shooters. But when I moved to Twitch um, back in 2018, um, Twitch was a much more diverse content. You can flip and change um, in your, uh, in your stream a bit. I guess um, I decided to go down the RPG side of things. I did um, Path of Exile and Elder Scrolls Online. When it came out, I was was one to watch, but it was because I was stuck in my first person shooters um, at that time. I didn't want to. I know what I, I know what an MMA does to you. Um, it it sucks you in and it doesn't let go of you. Uh, I, did this, I did this with World of Warcraft um, back in the uh, in the noughties. I was very heavily into a World of Warcraft guild. I was doing 25-man raids um, every Tuesday, and then we do um, battle rounds on a Friday. It was a very big um, big, a big uh, guild that we had going on, and um, it got to a so much point it affected my, my social life, so I had to say, look, this has got to stop for a bit. Um, and I, I know with, with FPS games, you can like, literally turn them off. But of course... With FPS games, you get caught on ladders and all that sort of stuff. And I decided that um, I wanted to have a little break from the competitive element. I wanted something a bit more chill. So um, uh, I was stumbling around MMOs and I was a little bit, I guess I was a little bit lost on what games I wanted to play. But Path of Exile was fun. I was a big Diablo game uh, gamer. Um, and then Elder Scrolls, always, I always liked the Elder, Elder Scrolls um, series. Morrowind was the first uh, game that I played that I really fell in love with the series. Um, and then um, I was just like, I'll give SO a go. And then with the Elder Scrolls, it was always about the customization with gear and sets and loadouts. That got me hooked just to be able to play whatever you want. Um, I started streaming that in 2018. Did, did, did he, I guess maybe six months of it. Um, but my streaming career was a bit of a, a, bit of a mess on Twitch. Um, so, well, I won't go into it tonight, but a lot of my my viewers and followers know about it. So I decided to let go of Twitch and um, and move back over to YouTube. But instead of dropping into first person shooters again, I decided to actually turn it around and do RPGs and um, uh, well, Elder Scrolls. Just because the content's a little bit more chill. There's there's not the high skill level that you need to get through a first person shooter. The skill is actually in more building and understanding how the game mechanics works and be able to drive them, even though obviously you've got a light weave and you know, um, now I went to dodge and counter and stuff like that, but kind of felt that um, it would be in a bit more of a, uh, a relaxing game to play, should I say, but it, it has basically consumed me in the last year, actually, Elder Scrolls, uh, especially with builds. And I, I love that. I, love, I, I enjoy that. I love, I love working things out and working out as a weird, weird and wonderful build that actually shouldn't work but they do so um that was that was 2018 i say i had a had a year off and then this year well it's been a year now i've come back into it um and i started doing videos on it and then i decided to get back into streaming on youtube and only recently i mean it must have been the last maybe three months i've decided to go right we can make a a stream community on YouTube because I know Twitch is very Twitch and SO uh, are, are a big. Let's say they're not. A, it's not a big game on Twitch, but it's a big community on Twitch um, where YouTube is used more for guides 
um, which is very much focused on uh, streams, obviously. Uh, and people go to Twitch for streams and go for YouTube to guides. But there is, and like when I started doing Elder Scrolls on on YouTube, I started to stumble across other streamers uh, on on YouTube. And I kind of felt, you know, Twitch gets all the love. Why can't you know the guys at YouTube get a little bit of love? And God knows that I know what it's like to move platforms. And I know a lot of people kind of wanted to dip into Twitch from YouTube, but there's some really established streamers on, on YouTube. Um, and I just feel that you know, we can get everyone together and start, you know, creating a YouTube uh, Elder Scrolls community, streamer community. Um, it's not obviously not easy as, as easy to navigate as it is than Twitch, but um, I just kind of, and this is obviously how I found you guys, right? You know, um, you guys, uh, I, I think it was Nolan Kirkhoff. I originally started to watch and then Dr. Gankenstein, I watched his content, but he did videos and then he did a stream. Then Grim, I kind of jumped and I bounced into uh, your stream, Grim. And then there's a few others. And then I realized there's obviously got, we've got some PlayStation and console guys. And then we've got a few of us PC guys, obviously PCs split between NA and EU. Um, and then all of a sudden, like, I, I I discovered your server, your Discord server, Grim, and then just kind of the whole thing opened up because there's so many content creators on your Discord, and then everyone's sharing builds and um, sharing some fun plays and stuff like that. So it was just nice to kind of all of a sudden having co created content by myself doing vampire builds, there's like messing about and doing off meta builds, to then joining in a community that actually plays like I guess hardcore. Uh, to a point it was it was nice to kind of find my way into that so i'm now at a point where i kind of i guess i consider myself as a an elder scrolls content creator uh and streamer uh on youtube which is nice it's a nice place to be yeah you definitely are so i i like the uh atmosphere when talking about the discord that we have with all the content creators because you could ask a question on there and you know Dan from Unified Gaming will chime in with an answer, or is there no one else will chime in with an answer or a meme, you know, or Sawman UK will ask where you're at and come gank you. So, <laughs> you know, I but we have a really cool, fun atmosphere right now. I believe in the high high tide raises all ships. And I think that all the content creators, Sawman was talking about this too, collaborating with other content creators should be a priority for all of us working with other content creators uh, to help raise each other up and raise the game up and um, provide useful information for the viewers. And so really um, that's what our discord's about and it seems to be working so well so far. So welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it's a great, it's a really great Discord. I, I love it. I, like you say, being able to ask questions and get a response from some guy that's creating. I, I, I watch all your, all your, all the, all the content creators on the channel. I actually watched all the videos and I, I watched them before I found the channel. So all of a sudden, I can put like a, a name, not a name, but a, a like a, I guess a, a Discord username to 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 a video to have that conversation. And, and then all of a sudden, I'm, we're we're playing on NA and hanging out i know i've not joined too much on any just yet i'm just i'm slowly grinding my level up so i can actually do something as opposed to you know be a target um yeah. but you're right i think i think joining together uh, and this is the great thing about an mmo is that 
you don't have to be amazing at pvp even though don't get me wrong the guys most of the guys in the discord the, the content creators are very good at pvp but you can just be mucking about you know you can be all on your mounts doing the slow mount walk off when you kill somebody <laughs> like you get your five of you versus one person he's gonna die right but you mount up and you just stroll off into the distance you know and that's just that's for me it's just like fun engaging content and so i remember saw man saying like like as a stream elder scrolls is a very difficult stream to watch in some respects because um it's all the same like if you're playing pve content literally the game is all the same and if you're not in the game you don't understand what's going on you're mm -hmm. not really going to entice new players to kind of new people to watch your stream and go oh check out this you know this uh i've just upgraded my my gear to gold and got this um you know new gear set that gives me like plus 250 spell damage and i get to do a crit every time i do a shield bash and it's amazing they're gonna be like what the hell are you on about just show me some stuff where you're killing somebody you know that's the what's what people if they're new to the game want to watch they want to see the action they don't want to and elder scrolls is one of those games where the game is actually learning how to put together a class and how to learn that the game that's almost the game itself um so i think um as, as a stream it's a difficult game but if you've got a stream where we you know load of content creators are doing some crazy stuff just for like a couple of hours and doing pvp or whatever and running around um Cyrodiil just just as a group you know bantering as you go i think that for me is much more compelling than just you know just i don't know running a few dungeons and talking about gear sets yeah um, you, you, you know another thing too aside benefit is because like you have illinois valley and nolan kirkoff in there and is there no one else is there no one else plays on all the platforms you know pc and xbox and um each one of those even on pc na and eu have different metas and xbox has a different meta and playstation has a different meta so it's cool having content creators from all these different ones a case in point was somebody had asked a question about a particular build or play style and that person and i were kind of going back and forth i was asking questions back what play style do you enjoy or what are you hoping to accomplish and then we were talking about builds and illinois valley said hey i got this you know not to overstep my bounds but i got this because they're here on xbox and you know i live xbox every day so here's what's going on in our meta and here's what you can expect and i thought that that was awesome because there's you know he i couldn't have answered that question any better than somebody that lives it and breathes it every day so um yeah it's right yeah. oh god i was gonna say the, the difference between the uh, platforms is is nuts i did a video about uh selling potions online and this guy goes, oh my God, you're selling your potions for so much money. I'm like, well, what platform are you on? He's like, I'm Xbox. I'm like, yeah, I'm PC. PC, like the, um, the, the, the economy in PC for selling things is so much more. You get so much more for your money, but then everything costs more because you all have add-ons, which makes the game so much easier to farm. And therefore, you know, the item that would cost you 200 gold is costing you 400 gold because it's that much easier to farm therefore you can put a higher price on it so the it's the difference between xbox and playstation and pc doesn't just stop at play styles because obviously you're using a controller 
you've got add-ons that make things easier to find people when you're playing pvp you've got um, better graphics on pc so you've got less lag or you got you know you want to go for the high frame rate. i mean we're going into fps territory here first person shooters with high frame rates and you know better reaction speeds and that sort of stuff but all these things change depending on what platform you have um and it's great because it, this is what i love about elder scrolls as well it's like one of the only mmos that actually does well on consoles as well as of obviously on pc i've always thought um mmos to be a pc game because you need to have a keyboard you need to have a mouse with like multiple buttons on it but it just proves you don't i know saw man he he uses a controller on pc when he plays yeah. which just shows that you can be good at this game and actually use a controller and play against pc players and do really well at which is a good it's a good thing for the game because it means that hopefully you know one day uh they'll put all the people together and you have playstation xbox and pc all on one server and na and eu everyone's together and then i wouldn't have to create another account to play with all the other people i want to play with yeah that would be interesting yeah, I, I will say uh, I do also play with a controller on my PC just because I, I can't stand the mouse and keyboard playing the game. I'll I'll do mouse and keyboard if I'm doing inventory, that type of thing. But if, when I'm actually doing combat, I'll use my controller. But do you know any games out there that actually allow cross-platform cross okay. play? Yeah, because I know, I know, like, there's so many games where people ask, oh, you know, we should do cross-platform, blah, 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 blah. But... I guess between Sony, Microsoft, whatever, like nobody ever wants to be the bigger man and allow people to cross over or something like that. But are there any games that actually do that? Fortnite. Oh, Warzone. really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. You can play with your mates from Warzone and Fortnite. You, like, Fortnite, I believe the guys at, uh, at Ep uh, is it Epic, the Fortnite guys, they, they created the code that allows you to do cross platform and they made it, they shared it. They said, like, you guys, anyone can use this just do it and it's it, it, it like the way that consoles are going now with the hardware that they have and the frames that they can get and the capabilities that you can have you can obviously plug in a keyboard and mouse into your xbox and playstation i mean she was talking about today overwatch is now a cross-platform game you can play on people that are playing console and you can play on pc and not competitive mind because obviously it's a first person shooter and there's kind of like elements of like it being unfair but you know you have this in warzone where you you literally log in and you can see if the person's playing on xbox or, or not xbox or like a uh, controller or, or keyboard or mouse you're playing with them uh, cross-platform which is great as a streamer it's the most amazing thing because it allows you to not cut um i would say it's not a third of your audience because there's much more console players out there because the console is a lot easier to come across um but as a pc gamer to be inclusive to more of your audience to get them involved is a great thing so I, I i honestly like to feel at one point in the future we'll all be playing on the same you know it won't be xbox exclusive or playstation exclusive it'll be everyone together uh, and that's what gaming is really all about um but it's the divide is the uh, the controller and the keyboard and mouse um at the moment to a point and obviously playstation and xbox so for cross for cross platform play it really just comes down to the actual developer to like make the code or whatever to yeah i think so oh yeah. okay and, and I, I think there's an element of playstation uh and xbox um trying to like 
withhold it. And I think if, like with Fortnite, they got a, I think Fortnite got around it by just having their own game and saying, this is our game, this is our platform, you have to log into our servers. But if the servers are based on Xbox or PlayStation, they won't make it cross-platform because they don't want to, you know, they don't want to share the server load, so to speak, which I can get. Oh, because okay. Xbox guys will be paying for a ser service, right? And they will have their service set up. And same with PlayStation. And they want people piggybacking. But I think Fortnite goes, these are our servers. You join our servers and everyone can play. Um, which made it more... Uh, I mean, they, let's not talk about servers and um, Elder Scrolls because that's not a discussion <laughs> we want to... Talk yeah. About. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so, I guess uh, going back to... Um uh your background there so when you come up with your builds and stuff do you mostly do it on the pcs or pcs on the pts or do you do eso build the eso build editor where how do you um where do you well, well okay yeah i do i do the editor when i'm looking after my boys and they're playing around with their toys upstairs i tend to jump on my laptop on my you know and actually it starts off on pen and paper actually because I, I generally know what all the sets are i think like those that those guys that do builds We'll probably know the majority of the the builds out on the um you know that you're available. Um, so I start some pen and paper, theorycraft it, then I go onto the um uh, the build build uh, the builder on the internet. I put it together. I see what the damage is. Um, and a, a bit of a fool actually. It's taken me a very long time to download the PTS and um and actually put the builds together and fight a, tr a training dummy, a raid dummy. And the reason being is because I know that if you put the ultimate gear in to your loadout and fight something, it's not going to be the same as it's going to be live because we're not going to have the ultimate gear loadout. It's not going to be like that. And also you're hitting a training dummy. It's not PvP. PvP you need to... And even if you're uh, dueling, it's not Battlegrounds. It's not Cyrodiil. Everything is situational, right? Unless you're just doing duels, obviously, on... Um, live which i don't i'm not i'm not a duelist i i like to um either have the odds against me or go for the uh the cheeky gank and snipe or whatever you know or you know um i say so i tend to I've, as i started off i was basically just going right we'll just do everything live but if you do everything live you've got to have a butt ton of money because you know you may be chaining your glyphs a few times around and you'll be changing those gear sets and you'll be changing the traits and then you got to do crafting and i was like you know what i just let's just download the pts it'll be a lot easier and i downloaded the pts and trying to get your head around how the pts works it, it takes a few hours to understand how to open boxes and get the right gear and then you've got to go and craft your own gear you know it'd be really easy if you go right you type in what you want you click the buttons down like you would do in the um in the website loader and just go load this into my build please now that would be a lot easier than having to kind of like go through boxes and like find the items that you want and then get a full inventory I think you guys do pts right mm -hmm. you know what i'm on about uh, it's, it's, it's a yeah. nightmare it really is a bit of a pain and then you've got to craft glyphs and then if you want to switch glyphs in and out you've got to then recraft the glyphs that you've then you know overridden and stuff like that um so yeah i use pts now um and like pve builds i think it's a very good thing to do uh pvp builds it's harder i've got a couple of guys that i test um on the pts with but it generally is in a residence as opposed to in cyrodiil so we get battle spirit um and again you know we're, we're testing similar builds at the same time as opposed to counter builds 
So I really, I, I throw some items together to see what works and I just jump onto live and then hope for the best. Um, yeah. I like, to, I like to put the builds that I create, especially the PVP ones, I like to test them on live, even if I'm not maxed out and just to feel that it works. Cause you get a feel for a build, right? If it, you know, on, on paper, it could be amazing, but then you take it into battlegrounds and literally you just, it's just, it's just a waste of space and you, you just run out of resources too quickly or you get stunned too quickly or you haven't got the, the, the armor uh, to kind of resist. Um, so I like to be, and this is the thing with build, doing uh, builds on YouTube is that it takes such a long time to do your meta builds because they got to feel right and work. If they don't work, um, I can't, I can't put a video up on a video that on a build that doesn't work. You know, it just, it just, it doesn't feel right. It's just a bit like I'm selling myself short or like someone's come along and watched a 15 minute and build videos are long, aren't they? I mean, they're 15, 20 minutes. So can I go through all the items and gears and traits and passives and, you know, it just, and then it's, it's a bit of a boring video unless you, unless you're into the, obviously the build, it's a bit of a boring video really to watch. So I try and put a bit of gameplay in the background, but, and I want someone to come to the, uh, the video and actually watch it and go, oh, okay, I put it together and then they can feel that actually does work. Um, how yeah. often, how often do you, well, I guess not how often, how long is your like build testing process out? Like, can you just test it out in like one BG or two and, and then you'll know right oh, away God, no. No, or no way. Yeah. 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 You gotta, you gotta, you gotta test it. I mean, I like to sit on it. I like to play around with a few, I, I have maybe like the build will have maybe two or three sets, maybe four sets that I kind of want to rotate around. Like the the latest one, the Swarmy Siren build, um, we did, it, the idea was to get into your ultimate form as quick as possible. So the shortest we got into ultimate form was six seconds. Mm. So from getting what? out of Swarmy Sion, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. From getting yeah. out of Swarmy Sion to then getting back into the next Swarmy Sion was six seconds. Half of that time, you're immobilized, changing into vampire. <laughs> well, exactly. Okay, so the Akasa's Genius set, which is the one that um, will give you 40 ultimate, I think, every time you drink a potion. Yeah, 44, uh, yeah. You gain Night Blade. Uh, every time you drink a potion, you get 20 ultimate. Uh, and then you have potion reduction um, uh, enchants on your jewelry, which means that you can pop a potion every 30 seconds. Which is in tune with the um Acustus Genius set. So every 30 seconds you're popping a potion. Bear in mind, Stormy Style lasts 20 seconds. Wait, so you have like that, a, is that's an enchant? Yeah. You can lower the cooldown on your potion time. Yeah. So you what can the? You, there's an enchant that reduces the uh the potion. So so instead of being every 45 uh 45 seconds you can pop it, you can drink it quicker. What? I gotta look yeah. into this because I didn't even know that was a thing. Holy cow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then there's no downtime, right, on the uh your boss. Us. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's it's yeah, but then you sacrifice damage. This is the thing. But the thing with with, with vampire, every, your ultimate gives you 10,000 magicka and 10,000 stamina. That's a that's a big buff. That's a big damage buff, right? 10,000. So if you're if you're at 30k magicka and then you go up to 40k magicka, you're going to do a lot more damage. Um and then you can tie this in with PvE. I mean, the great thing about vampires, you can tie this in with PvE by just basically st sticking on Simmering Frenzy. Um, as long as you've got some self-heals, your, uh, your, your uh, spell damage, your weapon damage can go through the roof. And we've got builds where, you know, we're hitting 14,000 weapon damage. Um, yeah. 
which which on a Proxet meta is mental. This is why I love about this meta is that if they've changed that Proxets aren't just either stamina or magicka based, they're together and it's the maximum. So you can basically knock out exhilarate, uh, sorry, knock out um, Simmering Frenzy. And as long as you can keep the uptime going for as long as possible by self healing, um, you can you can ramp up your weapon damage. It's completely useless in um, in PvP, mind, because obviously you basically get one shot because your health would be so low. Um, but this is fun. It's a fun. It's a fun uh, quirky build, right? This is the this is what makes vampires so interesting. There's that risk reward. There's you know how far can we push. Uh, weapon damage. I remember somebody had commented on my build saying, you've got a full meta set and you're pushing, uh, I, th I think I was averaging about 75k DPS. And bear in mind, I'm really bad at my rotations. I'm not a, I'm not a, like a, a, a full meta trial 105k uh, DPS player. I put together a build and see how it goes. It's hitting very easily uh, 75k DPS on a PvE build that I was doing. I was really pleased with that. I put it together and it was like, right, I put it out there. And he's, this guy said, well, what's the point? You know, you can just use that set without a vampire. You could probably, you know, with a few extra changes around, you could probably hit maybe 80, 90k. And I go, but that's the point. It's because I want to play a vampire. I want to, I want to play something different that is literally isn't your cookie cutter build that somebody's put together for you. I want to create something a little bit different and let's play around with it there's so many there's like over 500 there's over 500 sets or is that uh there's a lot of sets right in this game and you just got to make the combination work and and there's so many different skill lines that you can throw into that mix and the combinations are just insane so let's just have some fun with it let's not all wear the same gear and all pull out you know 75k dps on an easy rotation let's have a bit of fun that's the whole point of the game for me yeah that's what it should be like i that person that comments on our videos, low MMR, like um, they're missing out, honestly. They're missing out on creativity and, you know, just pure enjoyment of playing something that is not meta and trying to make it work. So. And when it works, though, that's the thing, right? When, when the off meta build that you have spent hours putting together, all of a sudden actually feels this is weird but it actually does work and, and yeah. yeah i'm not not gonna tease my latest necro bash build but i'm literally a hybrid i love hybrid builds in this game because you can do that you know um magicka sort of like mage running around with a two-handed sword you know with stupid armor you know you can do that and it works uh and this this build i've got on at the moment i've decided to not go stamina um on my back bar using a two-handed or a bow because i want to save all my stamina for my bash so i've switched into a uh staff instead i've gone uh, destruction stuff so i See, have that's back cool bar, destruction stuff bar sword and shield and literally i save all my stamina up for bash and i'm hitting 20k bashes i'm not even fully optimized yet on my build at all and i'm just going through dungeons all of a sudden my ult pops and i'm just like bash 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 everyone dies i'm like well okay that's nice. And I get back to my back bar and just zap everyone with my uh, staff. And, and the staff does a decent amount of damage. Um, it's not going to be like mega damage. It's not going to be like the top damage. But again, it's a fun build to play. It's just interesting, different. And, and it picks on that quirky little um, quirky little uh, like mechanic. That it's fun. It's different. Yeah. 
Um, so what's your schedule for streaming right now on YouTube? What's your schedule for your channel look like? So I've just mixed things up a little bit. Um, Elder Scrolls, I mean, touched on this earlier, Elder Scrolls is a different game, a difficult game to stream, um, on YouTube just because, um, uh, it's not, I mean, I think streaming on YouTube, unless you're doing like the big main games is quite difficult, but. I stream Tuesdays, we do trials on Tuesdays, and then Friday was the PvP. But I've switched, because the lag is horrible on Fridays, I've moved PvP to Thursdays now. Um, but Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I am streaming other games, just to kind of like try and reach out and be a little bit more of a general community in. So if you want to catch me on Elder Scrolls, it's Tuesdays and Thursdays. Um, yeah. but I'm trying to just, you know, branch out a little bit just to kind of like, you know, every, there's so many different games out there to play, but then videos, it's just, video, all my videos will be, uh, Elder Scrolls. Um, but, uh, as, as a streamer, I kind of like to, to do a little bit different. Uh, I actually got into Dark Souls actually on Tuesday, Wednesday. That's a really good game. I haven't played that before. That's, uh, yeah. that's crazy. But it's a little bit like Esso actually with the whole blocking and powering and, burning your resources out and then getting beaten up by you know world boss whatever it is um, um but yeah tuesday tuesdays tuesdays and thursdays both actually will be pvp i'm gonna ditch trials for for the time being a lot of people more people want to um watch uh pvp i think pvp is a lot more of a compelling view um than uh, running dungeons and trials um, yeah so we're going to do PvP on Tuesdays and Thursday nights now. I uh, wish anybody's welcome to join in. Uh, we I stream on the um, PC EU server, but I'm going to be moving across onto PC NA. But the only problem I have with that is um, time zone difference. Is that when I'm when I'm playing and streaming, <laughs> everybody's still at work in the uh, in the US. So um, yeah. I th I think I'll be joining you guys off stream for a little bit of a recording session after I finished. Uh, to get these videos up yeah that uh i hate to break it to you but thursdays are going to be laggy too <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it doesn't matter what day you go it's going to be laggy <laughs> you just have to make a, a lag build you know something that basically yeah. just just kills everything without you actually uh, having to do too much just spam spam aoe attacks and hope for the best yeah you know i think uh who was it that had that werewolf build with crimson and super Is high it, health recovery oh what's his name Grim Hollow. Grim Hollow, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So he had that build and then uh is there no one else had the the no butts build, you know, that it was a werewolf build that just killed everything and you could just go AFK and then they got rid of the health recovery or they cut health recovery by fifty percent so that thing that way those types of things were a little less likely to happen. But um so Papa just come up with a build yesterday. I don't even know if you know this, Icy, but it's what we were running around and he was testing. But it's got a 47k health, 6,500 weapon damage. And, um, which that's gonna happen. Yeah, that's probably gonna be the build that I'm gonna run on a couple things too. And, uh, just because the damage meta is so high right now, at least 47k is gonna give you a counterplay window. And 6,500 is enough weapon damage to get it done. So, you said 47k health is going to give you a counter window. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, when we were running around, uh, the first thing we noticed in the outnumbered fights, everyone just avoided him and went straight to me because I had 30k health. <laughs> they just avoided him and they didn't realize he's got 6,500 weapon damage. So he was dropping Dawnbreakers on him. What's he running for that? Top secret. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, is this like a build reveal eventually, or yeah. no? This is yeah. keeping this close to the chest. No, I think we just want to run around with it and kind of test it a little bit more. But right now, it looks and feels pretty good. So, um, I, I just want to make sure with Papa that I can share it, and as well, long let's as he's wait okay. until it comes out. I mean, that yeah. sounds uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty stupid actually. <laughs> so, and if that's you know if this is the meta where the damage is going to be like power creep is this is where we're at then we got to start counter building to you know be able to handle the meta so that means we're going to have to have really high health and um figure out where you get the the weapon damage you know after that so I just realized I could run with you guys on my warden, give you that minor toughness, so now you guys are going to have 50k health. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, what would you have health-wise if you put that on your... Uh, well, I guess not the vampire, but the necro gets another 30k health, doesn't it? So. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. So, well, I think the necro ultimate buff varies or scales with how much your max health currently is so if your max health is already at 47k and then we throw on like minor toughness from the warden then yeah you're certainly over 100k easy that's funny and the scythe damage scales off max health so that's kind of interesting anyways isn't that the heal that you get back or is that the extra damage as well um, I'll have to look at it and see I, if it I says think it's. The... I think it's both because yeah. it'll heal off your max health mm. and also do damage off your max health. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to look at that and see because that might be pretty silly. But I don't know. We're gonna try that out on a bunch of different classes. Nice. Yeah, I think the uh, the the meta on PvP at the moment. I've got this uh, add-on called Squishy Finder. Um, and basically yes. it allows you to focus which, you know, you obviously when you're bombing, right, you want to pick the squishiest person so that they explode and kill everybody else, right? Um, it's really useful for that. But I found in Battlegrounds, everybody is like boss level. Everyone's like 45k <laughs> health. I'm just like, and I, I'm, I'm thinking I'm, I'm 32k health. I'm thinking that's the decent amount of health. I'm like the lowest health person in the in the battlegrounds i'm like how is this a thing i'm like how do i even begin trying to attack everybody um and i was playing uh capture the relic yesterday and this guy is just sat is a necromancer sat on the point fearing basically stood there with a shield up i'm thinking oh, well i can't even i can't even begin to attack this guy literally i can get the flag <laughs> yeah. get the relic he'll just interrupt me and it's just i i don't know i really don't know what to do with that i should go warden and try to like pull him off with the uh, the frozen gate and then try and nick the flag afterwards um, oh that's you know, smart it, yeah dude th that is one of the most enjoyable things i call it nightblade fishing um in um in cyrodiil as my warden i will put the frozen gates out and i see a, when i see a nightblade like scouring off whatever i'll just put three not uh, three of those gates around and then it will pull him towards me and then obviously i'm with a few guys and then we just gank on him 
it's um it's kind of like the reverse gank it's a lot of fun to do it doesn't always work because obviously they uh the nightblades are tricky class to fight against when they go stealth but, yeah um, I've, I've noticed some yeah. of the smart groups if i'm like hunting a group of pveers if they have any brains then yeah they'll put down like bear trap or like a fear trap or any or any sort of trap like the frozen device and stuff um and they'll just kind of litter it all over the place and then if, when i'm trying to go in i'll just get stunned or pulled and then they'll be alerted so yeah that's kind of interesting yeah and they have now you know the the pve groups that we you run into during mid-year mayhem have designated chainers so there's like two or three guys running chains and pulling people into the group and so they're the pve groups are definitely getting smarter or evolving so mm. They're becoming PVPs. <laughs> like... Yeah, I'm proud of them. I'm high fiving them in the air between you know taking their Telvar, <laughs> or giving them Telvar. So, speaking speaking of Telvar, so yesterday was it you know yesterday two or when it, the day we did Nightblade night, I was on my AD Nightblade and you guys were on your DC Nightblades and we were trying to you know coordinate <laughs> or work together, not really uh, bump into each other. So. Um, at this point, I think I just kind of split from the group and um, I went to a different Discord with Emma so we could just go gank and stuff on our own. So I was working on this night on this werewolf, this EP werewolf, and you and Grim, you actually rolled up on me when I was in a corner and I saw mm. you. I was like, okay, let me get out of here. So then, because um, the the werewolf was working on the. Um, the boss upstairs in the second yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly what I'm talking about now. So I was yeah. like, oh, okay, freaking, you know, the goon squad just showed up. I'll let you guys take care of it. So then I, can, <laughs> I see you guys just run from one building to the next, okay, chasing this guy down. And so I'm just putting my mark the target on him just to keep the major breach up the whole time. And then for whatever reason, I think that guy ran towards me, but he didn't see me. And then you guys were all stealth or whatever. And we've kind of bumped into each other and then i think you guys were like oh ad so now you guys are on top of me i'm just like oh christ in heaven man so now <laughs> i'm running i it lasted about six seconds because somebody had mage light or stealth detect or something and then last thing i remember seeing is dr gankenstein with his whirling blades you know and i was like <laughs> god damn it man there goes my freaking uh 14 telvar i had so uh, you know just uh just a psa for dr gankenstein because i think he got the killing blow if you can send me there were, i think five people in the group and i lost seven to <clears throat> I lost seven Telvar, so uh, five times seven is 35. If you can send 35 gold, oh, not 35. The Telvar rate is, I think, eight to one. So eight times five is 40. Dr. G, if you can send me 40 gold as, um, uh, well, what's the phrase I'm looking compensation, here for? Compensation, perhaps? Compen compensation for my loss. That would be greatly appreciated. No interest required because I know he listens to the podcast, so I'll appreciate that. I know we're getting short on time. I do want to say something about Nightblades up in the districts. Icy and I with, uh, we were with a guild, or we're still with them, but uh, the guild's name is Grey Glory. And we played this uh, game called Manhunt, and I jumped on my Mandalorian, it's the Stamina Nightblade, and we went up to the districts, and I did I have 10 or 5k Telvar on me? 10k Telvar? 10k. Yeah. Yeah, and they were the, um, the guild. Anyone that wanted to participate in the manhunt, they could either run, you know, 
either or of the other two factions. And I told him what district I would be in. And so what we did was we went for like 15 minutes, 30 minutes, and I'm not just trying to hide from them. I'm trying to systematically kill people too, like Michael Myers or Jason Voorhees or whatever, you know. So it's fun. It's a fun game of cat and mouse. I don't want to get caught outnumbered, but I'm not going to give this Telvar up for free. So the manhunt game was a lot of fun. It teaches them how to hunt night blades, how to deal with night blades, how to watch each other's backs and uh, peel for each other or you know whatever and uh anyways the crew we have now i would like to revisit that and play that game we would have dr gankenstein and captain crunch and <laughs> sawman uk and uh, is there no one else and you know uh, saw <laughs> fragman saw like that group you know you uh i see emma like we would have a seriously scary group of people, but it would be really fun to say, okay, Dr. Gankenstein, you know, uh, load up on 10 K Telvar. We're going to play manhunt <laughs> and we would probably have some viewers that would want to participate in that. I would imagine. So. Yeah. That'd be and, a great idea. And I remember participating in that thing a year ago and I, I was very new to the game at that point. So, now having all the knowledge that I know now, I know how to hunt for night blades. We can right. just litter traps all over the place, and once you step on them, oh, there it is, game over. <laughs> right. Yeah, but do you remember that helplessness feeling? You know, you're like, you never know when he's gonna strike or where he's at, and oh yeah, and and even then, like you know, the 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 mindset was you weren't really gonna fight us unless like an opportunity came up. You were just kinda mostly just kinda hiding and whatever, avoiding us if you can. But if you saw something, you're gonna go for the killing blow and stuff like that. So yeah. um yeah. No. Yeah. yeah Occasionally I would hop out of stealth and just bash somebody and then go back to stealth, you know. And they're like, he's here, you know, and then I'm not really there. But um so with your channel how best can people reach you? And you talked a little bit about your schedule, but um, what's the best way that people can find you right now? Um, well, obviously, I say YouTube's the uh, the main place that they can get me live. But we got the Discord. I've got I got my own Discord, um, but they got your Discord as well, uh, which I am got notifications on, so that I I, I am on there. So if anyone wants to discuss vampire builds or weird and quirky builds, that probably won't work, but weirdly do. Um, yeah, just your Discord, my Discord, come to drop on live uh, on stream. I, I do, I have social media like Twitter and stuff like that. Um, just started a TikTok as well, weirdly, um, which I'm not sure if it's the right fit, but uh, <laughs> I'll do it anyway. It's, I, I get crazy views on that. I mean, the 15 second video is like 600 views. It's just nuts. Um <laughs> but um yeah I, I i guess just just we have we have a very um a very relaxed uh guild uh, on the eu uh a lot of it's we just do off meta builds i mean i was doing trials the other night in a full medium loadout stamina build as a tank um and it worked it was just we just do weird stuff like that um and we theory we theory craft a lot uh, like you've got in your section where you kind of 
have the uh, different classes. We've got the same where, you know, people can just share what builds they're running and discuss it. So yeah, say so Discord's great. YouTube live, uh, Fragman Soul, um, on, on the YouTube channel, Tuesdays, Thursdays, come ch chill out and, um, hang, or just get me in game. If you're, if you're PCEU and you're missing on a group or a guild and you want to get involved in, um, PVE, uh, trials, dungeons, overland or PVP content, uh, I'll be on there. And I guess the nice fit for us is that I can still join you guys after the stream because I know you guys me go on late but i can do maybe a couple of hours of just recording um but during the live streams because i stream at 8 p.m um 8 30 to 10 30 11 o'clock p.m gmt um i i can have that section with my guys on the um ee servers and then come join you guys on the na servers yeah that'll be fun um i need to jump in that guild over there uh that reminds me on the eu server with you guys you're not, so you're not a member yet grim i'm i'm not i don't i hardly know anybody i queue in for i think i've done battlegrounds with you and maybe three other people over there but i'm just a solo guy out there doing solo things so what's your cp and grim over there 600 oh that's not too bad it's pretty respectable, really. Uh, Six hundred twenty. Yeah, um, I really should be over there grinding the heck out of it right now while there's more EXP, at least through battlegrounds and stuff. But um, it's been hard to get away from putting builds together and running groups, you know, on the NA. Uh, something I noticed too, as a side note, is I can I'll have good games over there, you know, from time to time. Like I had a fifty kill BG over there but the reality of it is is with the latency you know i'm at like 300 to 500 latency over there and i'm just getting blindsided by things i don't even see from time to time you know it's it feels like over on the na server when i'm desynced and you just explode and die randomly you know and so that's starting to become a realization for me on the eu servers that I'll be able to play and have fun, but be ultra competitive, probably not. So, um, yeah, I, I noticed that when I'm joining you guys the other night. Um, and I think it's something that you get used to. I, the, the reaction, and I guess I was doing, I joined you guys, and then I had maybe a couple of games on Battlegrounds on the EU servers. And it just felt like I was not walking in mud. Um, when I press <laughs> my buttons, yeah that, yeah, that feeling where everything's so slow and the reaction is so slow. Uh, and I'm swear to god, it wasn't because I was wearing um the wild hunt ring on because I love the I love that ring, I love the mobility on it in PvP, and I don't have that on the uh, NA, but it felt like actually that's exactly what it felt like. It felt like um, having wearing the uh, the wild hunt ring. It felt like in, when I was playing in NA that someone had taken that off and it's just everything all of a sudden just like grinding to a halt. Um, yeah. But but then Sawman, Sawman UK, he plays he plays uh, NA and he gets away with it. So whether it's just something that you have to get in tune and get the rhythm going. Yeah. Once you get the rhythm going, you're okay with I was uh, doing a battleground just a couple days ago over there and I started out 0-2 and, 
and a guy messaged me and he said, I thought you'd be better. <laughs> oh my God. And I'll tell you what, I don't care what the latency is, but I put on my try hard pants and went 18 and two in that BG, you know, <laughs> lag and all or whatever you want to call it, latency and all, but I thought you'd be better. And I tried to message him back with a smiley face, but he had blocked me. So. Uh, <laughs> there that is <laughs> oh, no, that's it ggs mate <laughs> yeah so oh well um how best can people help you out like what are you looking for right now um what, what can they do oh dude, that's, a, that's a really nice question i don't know actually um if you're on the NA server, if you can throw me a couple of hundred G's, uh, gold, that'd be nice. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I see. They, you know, you know, they call Come out with my hands out. They call I see money bucks. I see. So I no longer go by that name. I am broke as hell. Don't uh -huh. ask me for money, please. And thank you. And, uh, I actually saw man UK gave me a, a very sweet 200 K to get me started. And I burnt through it pretty much in about uh, a day, um, with this, uh, necro bash build, which Dude, how awesome is that? Point. Because he himself is fairly new to NA server. So talking about sharing the wealth, right? Like, yeah, no, it's yeah. Very, very nice. Very generous of him. And he, you know, yeah. he's been crafting stuff for me and, um, and I, I know what it's like, you know, helping players out to kind of get loaded out. It's, it's tough. And I do the same with my guys. When I, when people join the guild, um, I, I say, get to level 20 and I give you a training set, you know, I'll go and craft you a training set so they they can progress a bit quicker and then I'll make sure yeah. that they run. But I mean, to be honest, I, I'm just pleased that I'm here hanging out with you guys. I'm pleased that I found, uh, some YouTube creators. Um, I felt uh having had the switch from twitch is that there, there, there is very much a group of twitch creators that hang out know each other and you know this from obviously the uh the twitch um streams that they do when they bring out new content and stuff like that um they, they all kind of are part of the twitch stream team um and there is no such thing as a youtube stream team should be um, but there, there, there should be absolutely damn straight there should be and you know the views that obviously uh twitch get are great but the views that YouTube streams get are, 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 you know, valid, strong. They're really some of the some of the streamers get, you know, um, to have like sixty concurrent viewers on a on a Elder Scroll stream on YouTube is a remarkable feat because, like, you don't get the the exposure that they get on Twitch on, on Twitch, and also you don't get the developers basically backing you guys uh, or us guys, should I say. On YouTube, so uh, I think it's amazing that we've got some solid content creators uh, on um, on YouTube. And I just want to, if we can get everyone together, and just like, you know, because obviously one one person going up to um, Bethesda uh, UK and saying or, or whatever or, or Zoz and saying, look, we're here, we exist. It ain't gonna, it's not gonna really gonna work. But the fact that if we're all together and say, look, there's ten of us, fifteen of us that stream. No, we're not, we might not have like thousands of you know, followers, but we've got a good consistent, you know, concurrent viewer base. You know, we want to stream team over on YouTube. Can you make that happen for us? I think we can, I think, you know, as we, as we progress and stuff like that, I think we can, you know, I think we can do this. I think we can say to them, like, we want to have a stream team. Can you make it happen for us? 100%, um, 100% because you already, you're going to have people on YouTube doing it anyways. Nolan Kirkhoff isn't going to, 
go to Twitch, Nolan Kirkhoff's going to be on YouTube every night of the week out there one VXing, you know, on different classes. And it'll be in yeah. Sierra Dollar Imperial City. You know, um, Dr. Gankenstein is on YouTube. Sawman UK is on YouTube. You know, I could be on YouTube. So you're on YouTube. Um, you know, there there is a group of people that if there were something like that, they everyone would say okay let's do this this is awesome yeah it just it just needs a little bit of a you know a little bit of a, a carrot in front of the devs faces saying we exist and i think we you know i think obviously with your discord with everybody and the fact that you've got a discord where all the content creators together really helps that um and with with the uh you know with what everyone's doing and the podcast the videos together i think it's something that we can you know we can definitely work towards I'm excited for it, actually, because um, I kind of feel YouTube in streaming in terms of these sorts of games is definitely going to be something that will uh, will get bigger. Um, I think people are... You know, Twitch is obviously the main platform for streams of video games, stuff like that, but I feel like YouTube and um, some of the other... I wouldn't say Mixer because that's kind of died, but, you know, um, the Facebook gaming and, and others, there, there, are, there are valid platforms uh, that stream these these sorts of like like Elder Scrolls is a bit of a niche game. It's not a Warzone. It's not Apex Legends. It's not League of Legends. It's you know I mean even on Twitch it's a niche game really. Um, but it's got a massive follow base and we know this from the the views that we get on our videos um, on on YouTube. So it's just about making those viewers aware that we stream on YouTube as opposed to Twitch. And if if um, if um, Zenimax can get behind that and and identify us that'd be awesome yeah well i know you only had an hour and here we are almost an hour and a half it's hard to it's hard to fit everything in in an hour isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah it's fine it's been nice i really enjoy chatting it's, and chatting about something you're passionate about is lovely you know it's really it was really great so yeah, thank you for inviting I, me i can tell you're passionate about it it's like 2 a.m where you're at so <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is yeah. yeah it's 10 to 2 in the morning yeah and my yeah. kids will wake up in five hours time so yeah you that's gonna get be a fun sleep. weekend nice okay. is um frag are you in the imperial sewer council guild on uh, na pc na i am a uh, grim i mean i'm in one uh guild is that your one grim yes yeah yes i am yeah. oh, okay cool so he's in all right yeah, maybe I'll I'll send you a, a nice little IC startup kit to, <laughs> to help you out. Oh, bless you, mate. And then, well, to be honest, before you before you throw anything my way, I will burn it very very quickly on gear that probably I won't use because I'm a builder, and you know what it's like when you get gear. So, um, but I will have fun doing it in the process and probably make something crazy. But what I am doing actually is trying it out on my uh, EU account where I've got a bit of money to spend and I've got the. Um, the gear to spend before i come over so uh yeah this necro build i'm going to bring straight into um na and hopefully be bashing everybody about a little bit heck yeah hits yeah that's the yeah. idea anyway that'll be fun cool <laughs> so i think that pretty much covers that and just as a reminder we are also available on anchor if you just want an audio version of this episode and all of the other episodes that we've done there'll be a link in the description as always below and yeah we'll catch you guys on the next one see ya see ya bye you're gonna say bye bye argonians bye bye argonians